Hello, everybody, and welcome back to What's Your Point, the podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee, and today we're going to be talking about the body positivity movement and basically the obesity crisis that's happening in America right now, if not all across the world. Um, This is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while now. It's not really a hot topic in the news, but it's definitely an important topic to talk about because of the direction that it's going in. Obviously, you probably already know what the body positivity movement is. It's been popping up over the past few years, basically glamorizing overweight people, putting them on a pedestal, getting them in the media, getting them all over magazines and movies and all of that in the name of health and self-love. And I completely disagree with that. Like I said, the movement is basically defined as a group of people who encourage health and well-being while basically promoting the fact that you're living an unhealthy lifestyle and you're really, really overweight, but it's totally fine. Because as long as you love yourself, everything is okay. It just glamorizes obesity. That's all it is. It's very simple. You can love yourself, but you can also love yourself enough to stay healthy so you'll live longer. I think people don't understand the concept that if you're fat, you're going to die earlier. And I hate to put it so bluntly, but that's what it is. We're living in a world where overweight people are seen, you know, the same as everybody else instead of lazy and have no self-control when it comes to eating and getting fit and getting back to the healthy weight that they should be. And there's some people from the body positivity movement, and I've got some quotes pulled up right here, who say these things and I don't even think they understand what they're saying. This quote says, let's make something clear. Having a goal for intentional fat loss is not body positive. How is literally comprehending the fact that you're overweight, understanding that you need to lose said weight, and then Making a goal for yourself because you want yourself to get better. How is that not body positive? That's like a positive thought. You can have goals. Goals are positive most of the time. A situation happened where Ashley Graham lost some weight and people started spamming her comments saying that they're no longer a fan of hers and that she betrayed a lot of people. I'm sorry, but I didn't know that being fat was a lifetime commitment. And if you lose said weight to feel better about yourself, suddenly people are going to hate you for it. That's insane. That's how you know we've gone way too far. There was also a body positive blogger named Reagan Chastin that said there is not a single study where more than a tiny fraction of people have succeeded at weight loss long term and there's no study that shows that people who lose weight live longer become healthier. Wrong. You are wrong. We will pull up the scientific facts since the left cares so much about science. We're going to put in some facts and statistics when it comes to weight loss and morbid obesity and what it does to your body. She also continued to say prescribing weight loss for health is like prescribing learning to fly for knee pain. That, no correlation. That doesn't make any sense. And then, of course, there was this other person who compared weight loss to gay conversion therapy. What? There was a psychologist named Deb Thompson who has a PhD, and she said, Obesity is clearly recognized by the World and National Health Organization as a leading risk factor of disease and death. The body positivity's movement denial of science is troubling. That is very true. They only want to focus on science when, oh my god, it comes to COVID. But for some reason, they want to deny all the science when it comes to obesity. Getting into health, the body positivity movement completely overlooks health as a whole. You don't see us promoting cigarette smoking is cool because we obviously know the repercussions of that, which is lung cancer and a whole bunch of other issues. So why are we trying to make obesity look healthy when we know there are clear health risks associated with it? One third of adults and one in five school children are clinically obese in this day and age. And the nation's weight issue is more than just an illness. It's literally an epidemic. Like, it is a problem. COVID is not the number one killer of people in America right now. It's still heart disease. And guess what causes heart disease? 
morbid obesity. The body positivity movement is only adding to this issue, not by just making obesity something that's like cool and normal and trendy, but it's actually demonizing healthy habits as something that society is forcing men and women to do in order to keep a slim figure. Like, eating right and exercising is now frowned upon, but it's more than just having a nice body. It's about giving your body and yourself what you need in order to be healthy. So I have a list of some serious health risks that come with being fat. So some of the more serious health risks are obesity-causing type 2 diabetes, increasing the risk of developing high blood pressure, increasing the risk of causing heart disease, causing high levels of cholesterol in the blood, causing very painful arthritis, and it even raises the lifetime risk of cancer among all obese people. And, of course, like I said earlier, heart failure is one of the worst results of morbid obesity. Heart disease and heart failure, that's what's coming to you. If you have no interest in losing any weight at all whatsoever because it's in the name of you love yourself and you want to be fat for the rest of your life because it's glorified, okay, well, you're going to get heart disease. You're going to get heart failure. That's what. That's literally what's going to happen. I can't stop it. The other problem I have with the body positivity movement is that people try to find validation in everything. Like, people who are constantly looking at these magazines and these TV shows and they're trying to find self-validation through a model who's just doing her job or an actor who's just doing their job, there is more to live for than constantly comparing yourself to other people. Why don't you look at yourself in the mirror, understand that you are overweight, and go do something about it? There's no reason these perfectly fit people need to change their lifestyles for you when your lifestyle is the one causing you the problem. There's a whole stigma around the beauty industry as well because the beauty industry is in it to make money. That's what it is. It's a company. It's a huge company. And they profit off of certain people. That's why you see these Victoria's Secret models very thin. That's why you see models in general very thin. You're not selling the body. You're selling the clothes. I've read about this before. They dress up these women. Yes, some of them are very, very skinny, and that's and that's a whole other health issue. You don't need to be, like, bone thin. That's not what I'm talking about. These very high-end brand models that get paid millions of dollars a year are there to model the clothes. It's like putting a piece of clothing on a mannequin. You're not looking at the mannequin. You're looking at the clothes on the mannequin. The moral of the story is to not hate the beauty industry in itself, but stop looking for validation outside of yourself and stop comparing yourself to other people. We don't need to stop having supermodels walk down the runway because it makes people feel bad. You need to stop comparing yourself to supermodels in the first place. Okay, so here's another problem within the body positivity movement. Only certain body types are celebrated. People act like fat shaming is equivalent to mocking somebody with a mental handicap. Yet, skinny shaming also does exist too, but they're okay with it. There are many, many models who are very thin. There are many influencers who are very thin. People constantly tell them to, I don't know, eat a cheeseburger, eat a pizza, do all this kind of stuff. And you cannot sit here and claim that fat shaming is equivalent to mocking somebody with a mental handicap if you want to say that skinny shaming is okay or doesn't even exist, because it also does exist. This ongoing ideology that being overweight is cute and trendy honestly disgusts me because this is only promoting unhealthiness for the generations to come. And why are we sitting here demonizing being healthy as such a bad thing? Why is being healthy so terrible? You're looking at these fitness influencers and you want to you want to be like them and you have every capability to do so. But instead, you want to sit here on your couch, complain about how you don't look like these people and not do anything about it. And that's the main problem that I have. And then you've got these women and men on social media talking about how, why don't they ever put fat people in magazines? Why don't they ever represent my body type? And it's just like, because it doesn't look good. 
That's literally the answer. This is probably one of the most harshest episodes I've ever made. But at the end of the day, you want to know why you're not in a magazine? You want to know why you're not an Instagram influencer? Because it just doesn't look good. Nobody wants to look at that. That's not how you sell a product. That's why these influencers and models and actors look like this. Because they're trying to sell something. Either it's sell themselves or sell a product. That's what I was talking about earlier when it comes to the Victoria's Secret models. They're not selling themselves. They're selling products. It's all a business. And that's what business is. That's what companies do. And instead of going out for a jog for once or going to the gym for a few days every week, you want to sit in your house and complain that people don't look like you. Why would we want to look like you? Why would anybody want to be obese? Why would anybody want to be overweight? It's not healthy. There's scientific evidence to prove that. It's not just about your feelings and you feel like you're not being represented within the beauty industry. It's not about that. Quit bringing feelings into it. Nobody cares. Again, it's an industry. Through this body positivity movement and this fat acceptance movement, we've created a society with very lazy people. People who don't want to get jobs. People who don't want to go make money. People who don't want to go out of their way to stay healthy and live a very successful life. We've created a society where people feel like they just need to lay down and let other people do whatever they want for them. And that's not how it is. You're not going to look any better. You're not going to feel any better about yourself just because they start putting fat people on the front page of a magazine. It's not how it works. You're still going to wake up every day with literal body pain and probably a few diseases if you don't start changing your lifestyle. It's about motivating yourself enough to get better. It's not about us doing anything for you. And that's why I have such a big problem with it. Because at the end of the day, nobody can fix you but yourself. You can't expect everybody else to change their lifestyles in order to comfort you. It's not about you. It's not about normalizing things that aren't normal, which in this case, we would be talking about obesity. It's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Many, many people die more from being overweight than they do from COVID, than they do from anything else. So for the body positivity movement to sit here and lie to people's faces and tell them that their feelings are more important than scientific evidence is just sick. It's sick. It's a disgusting trend that will continue to happen if somebody doesn't put a stop to it. We should not be normalizing these low standards of life. When people are suffering from diseases, low energy, depression, insecurity, early deaths, high medical costs, I don't know if you knew this, but the annual medical cost of obesity in the United States was $147 billion just in 2008. It's 2021 now. I can't imagine how much more that number has grown since 2008. Kids are growing up believing this is the new normal. And what I've seen, you know, personally going to school, working in a daycare, working, literally we were handing out Halloween candy this past Halloween. After already seeing these kids locked inside because of COVID, on top of that, now the obesity rate is skyrocketing, especially in children. It's only going to get worse from here. It's not getting any better. Instead of this mentality that you can be healthy at all sizes, stop spreading lies because that is literally lies and misinformation and it's not going to help or benefit anybody. It does not make anybody feel physically better about themselves at all. Now, I'm not saying that you should just completely hate yourself unless you're a size two. That's not what I'm talking about. But like, you would feel so much better waking up every day at a healthy weight, eating right, instead of just eating burgers and donuts all day. Like, that's another thing. And a lot of this happens to involve COVID. Like, they're handing out free burgers and free donuts and free this and free that for this vaccine. And that doesn't make any sense. That just goes to show you right there that the government doesn't care about your health at all. And so this mixture of them feeding you all this free food and this body positivity movement telling you that it's okay 
what direction do you think that's going to take society in? Because I can tell you that's not going to be a very good one. I'm not telling you that you have to look at yourself and be like, you disgusting piece of shit. But you are completely in control of the way that you look. And I promise you that if you went out of your way to go to the gym every day, every other day, whatever works for you, eat healthy, eat your fruits and vegetables, instead of just chowing down on a quarter pounder, you would probably most likely feel 10 times better about yourself and you would probably stop comparing yourself to all these people in the magazines just doing their job. But continuing to spread a lot of misinformation towards people who are very insecure is only going to do more harm than good. It is extremely detrimental to everybody within the body positivity movement. There are people out here who could potentially use the body positivity movement as an excuse for their unhealthy habits, saying, oh, it's okay if I lay in bed all day. Oh, well, it's okay if I just get another cheeseburger. Oh, it's okay if I just have to keep going up in sizes on my clothes because, oh, social media told me that it's okay. No, it's not okay. You shouldn't view a healthy living lifestyle as something that you're forced to do. You should want to voluntarily do that. But if you're constantly angry, tired, and low on energy, that's when it becomes an issue. Here's some pretty funny tweets that pretty much back up what I'm saying. This one says, I'm a paramedic. If you go into cardiac arrest where we work and we can't get you out of the building safely due to your size, there's a good chance we leave you there. Your family can thank the media for your body positivity then. This guy said, the absence of fat dudes being used to sell clothing to males is notable. I find it immensely gratifying to see that advertisers know that none of this body positivity nonsense will work on men so they don't even try. This person said, can we bring back the original meaning of body positivity? Being healthy is good. Here's one that says real body positivity should be for people who have health conditions like breast cancer, skin cancer, and for people born with disabilities. That's people born with no arms and no legs. Not people who are fat and don't want to exercise and not eat healthy. Very true. And to rewind to COVID once again, outside of the elderly and statistics when it comes to elderly patients getting COVID, obesity is the number one reason that somebody has died from COVID. Like, it's just not an argument. There have been many, many articles that have come out saying, oh, my perfectly healthy son or daughter passed away from COVID. And then you look at the pictures of them and you're like, okay, well, perfectly healthy? Because I don't really think so. The extra weight is definitely contributed to all of the deaths. And if you didn't know this, the average weight of the ICU slash ventilator patient was over 285 pounds. So if you look at the majority of the people who are placed on ventilators, chances are over half of them were overweight. So after reading just a few of those tweets, you know, at the end of the day, we cannot be sitting here and pushing this fat acceptance movement. It's not okay. It's not healthy. And if we actually care about the well-being of other people, like I like to say the conservative movement does, we're going to bring awareness to this problem. We're going to bring attention to it. And we're going to call you out when you're blatantly wrong, especially when there's facts to back us up. So with all of that being said, that is why the body positivity movement was one of the most harmful things within today's society. And we have to do something to stop it. And we need to be promoting and encouraging people to be more healthy and take better care of their bodies. Not just accept the fact that this is the way that it is and Twitter told me that it's okay. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Make sure to follow the podcast Instagram if you're not already at What's Your Point Pod, and follow my own personal Instagram at the Kaylee Campbell. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to give me a five-star review and if you're listening on Spotify, share this episode. If you're listening on YouTube, give this video a thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button and make sure to click the notification bell so you get notified every single time I post an episode. And yeah, I will see you guys next week.